0: let's all rise up to our feet we're going to read Joshua chapter 1 8 which I told you last week I'm going to touch upon that okay hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus okay I'm going to read from the ESV version and just let hear it from your heart this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth But you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Wow. Okay, you can be seated now. so last week where did we end where we stopped last week we didn't even go touch on Joshua 1.8 we were trying to go into it but we touched upon how the word of God brings the Holy Spirit dimension did you enjoy that uh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, scripture in a very, very powerful way. But yet I want to share one perspective that I have to go into the second dimension of God's word. Joshua eight happens after Moses is dead. Okay. If you read before that, you'll notice God comes. Let me pull that out. The chapter 1 starts off to say, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, and the voice of the Lord, this is what God says. You're all ready? You're ready with your seatbelts? Yeah. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, into the land I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Something is So prophetic in nature in this. God begins the conversation by saying, Moses, my servant is dead. And then he continues to say, now therefore arise. Can I tell you that here in this context, the promises of God did not die with a person dying. Now, this is about a person. Now, can I draw a parallel to it and say that the promises of God don't have an extinction. So, in other words, the promises of God cannot go into expiry with you. You can say it didn't happen 10 years ago. So it won't happen. So can I trouble you by saying that is you and that is not God. Yeah. In fact, God specifically starts the conversation by saying to Joshua, for you to rise, you need to know that somebody you have been looking up to is dead. Now therefore, arise. Meaning, something did not happen doesn't mean... You sit there and sit there forever. God is saying, my son, my daughter, because something didn't happen the way it's supposed to happen, don't sit with it and say this is the end of it. It is actually now the time to arise and walk forward. Now that is how God starts his conversation here. Okay, And there is some things I want to show you God begins the conversation by saying, in this, I, 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 I'm going to come to one eight. But before I go to one eight, I want to show you how God's mindset works. The mannerisms of God. Everybody says mannerisms of God. There is a manner in which God wants to function. And this is what God says. In that verse 2, Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, into the land that I am, giving to them everybody say giving so god is saying i'm giving them something keep that in your mind and verse three every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon i have given to you do you see the difference to the people he's saying i am giving And when it comes to Joshua, he says, I have given it to you. We we have to decode this. Okay. And he says, every place, I need to go slow. I'm, I'm, I'm building a foundation to take you there. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. Then comes something more powerful. This is in Joshua 1 verse 3. Just as I promised to Moses. What I told Moses did not end with him. If you are willing, I will take it forward with your life. And then he says... I am planning to give these things to these people. But to you, I've already given it. You're still still there with me? And to you whom I have given, I've given it to you. How? Just like I promised to Moses. Wow. Wow. Take a second and think about it. Who is Moses? Now let's talk about this. That is where I ended last week. Moses is a man who lived a life of sacrifice. He spent 40 years in the wilderness. Things were messed up in his life. He was running away from God for 40 years. And then he meets God. And then he has another journey with God and he finally comes to where God begins to minister to Moses. And of all the things he goes through with God, with Pharaoh, everything, the battles, the warfare, at the end of it, God tells Moses that this is what I'm promising you. A land flowing with milk and honey. I'm taking you To a promised land. This is the final promise to Moses. And how did Moses come to this place with God? Because he had to go through a process in his life. There was a call of God on his life. And he did not know for the first season of his life that there was a call of God. But later on, he understood that God had a call of him being a deliverer. And after he understood that, he took a lot of battle with Pharaoh. You, you all know this story, right? He took a lot of battle, you know, the, the plagues in Egypt, everything happened. At the end, God gave him the promise saying, this is the promised land for you and your people. Now, I am taking you to the place where he's dead. It did not come to pass in his lifetime. But now there is one person called joshua and this is where our journey should begin today god gave instructions to moses on how he will take the people to the promised land correct and he didn't make it the reason i'm repeating this so many times is there is for a reason god gives certain instructions to moses but now when it comes to speaking to joshua why did god select joshua I said last time that God did not go to Aaron. Aaron was the right hand of Moses. Aaron and her. But God jumped. This is Moses. Now God doesn't go to after the immediate pipeline of Aaron and her. But God goes to Joshua. I'm going to show you how God flows. From somebody to you and you to the next. There is a flow. This is the mannerism of God. God struggled, in a not struggle, God wrestled with Moses. People online, you're able to hear, you're still there? God wrestled with Moses for the sake of these people. And when the time of Moses was done, now God does not come to the immediate successor of Moses like Aaron or her, but God goes to Joshua. His assistant, yes, but the one who was always lingering with Moses at the tent of meeting outside. Who had a revelation of God's presence. But the question we need to ask is, why did God skip other people and went to Joshua? God gave Moses certain instructions About himself. God gave Moses instructions. About himself. How he functions with Moses. And God was waiting. For somebody. To pick up those instructions. From Moses. Moses. Is not the one giving out the instructions. Because he gave the instructions to everybody. To the whole of the Israelite population, he gave the instructions to everybody. But within the instructions, remember last week's teaching, I said there is a Holy Spirit instruction. Only few picked up the instructions from the heart of Moses. Yet it was not Moses' instruction. It was God's instruction in Moses. And Moses gave it to everybody. But one person called Joshua actually received the instructions in a very different way. And because he did that, God said, I will only flow in my spirit and in my DNA where my words are found. Mm. Are you connecting the dots? He is not just going to simply flow into somebody. He's going to flow to somebody who in the first place honors his word. And honors his Holy Spirit instruction. When God had to choose Aaron, it was through Moses' force. But Aaron still had the opportunity to seek God and he did not. He created the golden calf. But when it came to Joshua, Joshua was lingering in the presence of God. In other words, he was the one who was hovering. Now connect the dots. Last week I was talking about hovering. He was the one who was hovering... Under the instructions of the Holy Spirit. Are you still with me? I'm I'm trying to connect the dots. I have to break this down because... It sounds like I'm laying a foundation. But if we get this... My goodness, we're going to become powerful Christians on this earth. Can somebody shout an amen? Amen? Now, everything of God's DNA was deposited in Moses. Moses could not transfer... His physical DNA to Joshua. Because Joshua was not his son. Correct? Yes. But spiritually. Aye, 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 Lord Jesus give us the understanding. Holy Spirit open our eyes. But God to transfer that spirit. That anointing. That grace. That unction to function like a Moses. He had to find something to rest his spirit upon. And what was that? That was instructions of the Holy Spirit. getting it now when those instructions were found in a man called Joshua when God wanted to skip after Moses when he's dead he had to jump to the next person and he could not find another person who was carrying that kind of DNA of the instructions of the Holy Spirit and God sees there is a Joshua and God says I will land on him hovering okay I need to move this back So hovering, I said the Holy Spirit hovers, was hovering over the face of the deep. Meaning, hovering can happen over something, but that something also needs to settle under the hovering. Correct? It's like a chicken trying to hover over an egg and the egg keeps moving. It cannot, right? Do you know something? It's the same way God had to hover over Mary for an extended period of time to bring jesus to the world mm-hmm. i know you you never thought that but i'm going to tell you this, this is what the bible says the bible says and the power are you also with me come on you talk to me okay i like i like some energy the and mary says the angel came the angel came to mary and the angel said um, mary you will be pregnant and mary said uh, how can that be because i don't know a man mm-hmm. genuine question okay she's like i have not even known a man how is this going to happen and the holy spirit and the angel says and the power of the most high shall overshadow you everybody say overshadow the meaning of overshadow is hovering overshadow right yes is this hovering if it's hovering there will be overshadowing correct so mary received a promise from the angel That she will conceive the son of God. Okay. Through the words declared over her. But for her to receive that. There was an instruction. Are you connecting the dots? There was an instruction. The angel gave an instruction. And the power of the most high shall overshadow you. Wow. Guess what? She had to be overshadowed by the power of God. Luke chapter 1, verse 34 and 35. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I'm a virgin? 35. And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Everybody say, Upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called, the, called Holy, the Son of God. Do you see two terms here, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, coming upon and overshadowing. Now you can tell me the moment the angel spoke, we can conclude and say, Mary got pregnant and immediately she had the child. No. It doesn't show how long she had to stay under the overshadowing presence of the almighty God. Wow. So whenever a promise is spoken over your life, don't leave without being overshadowed by it. Don't leave until that promise is hovering over you. The same thing happened in the life of Joshua. Joshua was hovering under the instructions of Moses. And because he was hovering under the instructions of Moses. Now God says I have to take a next man of God to lead Israel. And he says I don't find anybody else. But I do know where to go. And he jumps to Joshua. Because the instructions of Moses were found in Joshua. Now put all this together, I'm giving you a recipe to how will you cause the Holy Spirit to hover upon you? What will make the Holy Spirit attracted to you? Yes, we said last week the dimension is when the Holy, the Word of God comes, it brings the dimension of the Holy Spirit. Now we are talking from the reverse gear For you to be under the hovering, what does it take for you? Now you see the third part of this series. So for you to receive the hovering of the Holy Spirit, for you to receive the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, you need to locate those instructions in your spirit until it becomes part of you, which we also touched last week, correct? Now, what God spoke to Moses he does not repeat that to Joshua. This is what God says. He told Joshua, this book of law shall not... Who wrote that book of law? So God is saying, I have already spoken to Moses. I am not going to repeat the same things to you. All I want you to do, you are with me? You with me? All I want you to do is meditate on what I spoke to this man. And now the key opens up to a door. He says, when you meditate on what I spoke to Moses, you Joshua, when you meditate on what I spoke to your spiritual leader, Moses, whatever I told him, I will automatically jump into your life. All you need, you're you're connecting. I'm taking you there. I'm, I'm slow foundation, but we are going there. Whatever I spoke to him, all the promise as I promised Moses, my promise is becoming part of you. Just like I promised Moses, I will be promising you because you are meditating on the instructions I gave him. This is called spiritual stealing in a good way. You want the same anointing of the prophetic to come upon your life. (laughs) I'm giving you a key. Whatever you see a man of God practice as a Holy Spirit instruction. You catch hold of those instructions. You meditate on it. God's word as a way of jumping from that man to your spirit. And the Holy Spirit will land on you. Whatever promises this man of God got. You will begin to blossom in the same promise. Can somebody say, wow, yes. you, you, Are, you, are you, come on now, help me out. Are you unlocking something in yourself? Yes. So you can either sit and say, God, w- watch this. God, I am going to climb the mountain. I'm going to spend 40 years in the desert. God will say, sure, you can choose that path. Or you can say, I am not going to waste 40 years whatever you already gave this man of God I'm going to take that instruction and become a person conducive for the Holy Spirit to hover on me and to come upon me and you tell God let's build from here not from scratch you see the heart of God God is like Joshua I don't want you to spend another 80 years to achieve what Moses achieved Let's do a better transaction because I am God and I want to do a better transaction for you. What is it? Whatever he toiled for, it comes to you as a promise just with alignment to the same word of instruction. Whatever he received, you will receive in a fraction of time. Maybe you followed Moses for one year. Whatever was in him deposited the same deposit. Let's start from there. You see the language of God? God did not say let's start from the scratch. Let's dig again and start. God said let's arise and go forward. That's what I said. In this what he said. He said said, now therefore arise and go forward. Everybody say go forward." forward. God has a manner. He doesn't want to waste your time. It is us who waste our time. It is us who want to keep going back to our past and say, let's redig, let's revisit, let's lay the foundation. God says, you know what? You've wasted all of that. Put it behind you. Let's start from here and now. And the best way I'll give you is if you will follow my instruction now that was given to this man of God, I will take it and build you from there. Now, now watch this. And he told something to to Joshua. He says, now meditate in this book of law. What does it say? Day and night. Before that he says, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth. And he says, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Until it becomes a revelation. You know, I, when I look at this, it is as if like this. Moses struggled with God in the sense he wrestled with God. And he says, God, I just don't want your power. I want your ways. And then God gives him something in his mouth. And God says, this is part of you. Now, God is saying, let this become part of you. Let's start the journey from here. And then he says to him, you shall meditate on it day and night. Everybody said day and night. So that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. Then it says, for then you will make your way prosperous. It does not say, I will make your way prosperous. It it does not say, God saying, I will make your way prosperous. God says, then you will make your way prosperous. Meaning, the way... God wants to prosper Joshua in a different way is not God coming and prospering Joshua. It is Joshua obeying the instructions and Joshua meditating on that instructions day and night, night and day. He's becoming one with that instruction and then he will not do anything outside of it. He's going to do only what that says and then God says, you will make your way prosperous. (sighs) There is a key. In the Bible every prophet you will see like even like prophet Daniel the one who wrote so much deeper about God he had to study the book of Jeremiah did you know that he studied the prophecies of Jeremiah and where Jeremiah ended he started a further journey He did not waste his time to reach until where Jeremiah reached. He actually picked up the journey from there and went forward. Only because he received the same instructions what Jeremiah wrote. He just received it and like proxy. He said, God, he has went through enough in his life to get there. He was in prison. He was in exile. All that has happened. Me, I don't want to spend all of that. Let me start from right here. And then God began to talk to Daniel over Jeremiah's prophecies. And Daniel went deeper and more further. Are you learning something tonight? Yes. So to, to the people who followed Moses from a distance. For them, there was even a distance between the promise. One more time. The people who followed the promises of Moses or the promise of Moses from a distance. The people the Israelites, for them, there was a distance in the fulfillment of the promise. You see this? Why? Because God is saying, I am giving them the promised land. Okay. But when it comes to Joshua, he says, you know, every sole of your foot will tread upon. I have given to you. Mm -hmm. Given. Why is it to those people? He's saying, I will give you. Giving you. But to Joshua it says it's given. The meditation of the instructions. And this is what he says. Just as I promised Moses. Meaning any promises out there. Can come into your life faster and swifter. The moment you begin to meditate it in a different level. Okay. And, and now. Verse 5. Verse 5 in Joshua chapter 1, verse 5: No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Now, hold on, let's take the context of the devil. Who is trying to stop you from achieving your promises. Okay. Why God is telling Joshua to meditate day and night. And he's telling this information has to become part of you. So that you won't do anything but you'll only do that thing. The devil is not afraid if you have information. But the devil will be afraid if you have a revelation of the information you have. One more time, the devil will be afraid if you have a revelation of the information you carry. Now Joshua had the information what Moses had, but it was also a revelation to him. But what did that revelation do? It brought him a supernatural protection. The problem is, people can have promises. But they don't end up achieving it. Why? There is no protection from the enemy who can still steal, kill and destroy. But in this case, God gives Joshua a special promise all based on this. He says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And watch this. Just as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. You're all okay? You're getting this? You're getting this? No man shall be able to stand before you. All the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. One more time. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Hey, just because one guy took the instructions of his spiritual leader so faithfully, God actually says, not only the promises of the promised land, for all those outsiders, they are like, still want to achieve it. For you, it's already given. And now he gives him another layer. Just because... He is conducive to be overshadowed and to be what? Hovered Because he is a man of that kind. God says something. He says, nobody will be able to stand up before you. Mm -hmm. Hello. Come on. Come on. I want you to wake up. Meaning he's saying, it is not only I give you the promise. I give you the protection to achieve the promise. Mm -hmm. You know something? Many people receive promises, but there is no protection. Mm -hmm. You know why? There is no hovering over their life. There is no overshadowing over their life. But if you will meditate day and night and night and day, God says, as I was with that man of God, I will also be with you. Now, God is saying, just like I was with Moses. Wow. What does that mean? He will lift up his rod and the sea will part. That kind of God relationship. God is saying, That kind of proximity, that kind of nearness. Joshua, I will be like that with you. You know what was the biggest promise in Moses' life? It was not the promised land. The biggest promise to Moses was, I will be with you. So you can receive the word and say, it invites the Holy Spirit dimension into my life. And if you take it further, you sit under the dimension until now God begins to say, I am with you. And I will give you the, I've given you the promise. It shifts from not just hovering, but the promise becomes yours. And then God says, I am with you and I will give you the same kind of protection that I gave to Moses. And this is what he says, I will be with you. Just as I was with Moses. This is what he says. One more thing. I will not leave you. Or forsake you. Wow. 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 He says I will not leave you. Nor forsake you. I want you to think with me. With this kind of surety. From God. That is why. Joshua could go. And Daringly confront the enemy. With this kind of audacity. If this becomes your reality. What can you do? Have you thought about it? If God gives you the promise. And God says. Even to go to that battlefield and take that. I am with you. Nobody can touch you. No, you will not fall. I am with you. You are fully protected. That kind of relationship with God becomes what? Unstoppable. You can go and conquer every promise that God has given you. Now, when God said to Joshua, I am with you, it was not a visible God standing next to him. Okay, Mm -hmm. but it was the invisible promise in his heart causing the invisible God to back him up. Can I say it again? When God said I'm going to be with you, it was not that literally God came and stood next to him. Mm -hmm. It was the invisible instructions of the spirit in him causing the invisible God to be with him. Mm -hmm. People will not be able to see the instructions that you carry. But the things around you that will begin to change because of the invisible God that you are hosting. And that will be the sign that there is an invisible presence of an invisible God who's beginning to protect and provide for your promises. This is the tenacity in which David could go and say, who are you to defy the armies of the living God? I come to you in the name of the Lord. It is only in the New Testament we say in the name of Jesus. But he said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. He was already operating with the instructions of the Lord in his spirit. You, your life, becomes the sum total of the words spoken over you. One more time. Your life becomes the sum Total of words spoken over you. And your life will go in the direction. Of the sum total of meditations you have done on those words. So how much you achieve the promises to be say. You know many Christians they just say. All the promises of God are yea and amen. And that's it. They don't move forward that. But what if. This teaching is telling you to those people, it was promised to happen. And that is why many of us are. And to Joshua, it says it's already given. All you need to do is step in to your promise and it is already yours. Meaning God is saying spiritually, it has already happened. You physically go take it. One more time. He's saying spiritually, it has happened. Physically, you just go take it. But for all the other people, he's saying it is not even happened spiritually. Oh, my goodness. Are you getting this? Lord Jesus, help us tonight. Listen, many people. Okay, now I'm going to break this bubble. Okay. This is why many people say, God gave me promise. God did this. God did. But nothing has happened. Nothing has manifested. Because they are only looking to be accomplished in the natural. But in the spiritual, it is not accomplished. They are trying to accomplish something in the natural, which has not been completed in the spiritual. Did you get it? They can say, I, you know, I have this anointing to do this thing. It becomes words in the natural, but in the spiritual, it does not happen. Yet, it was the same thing spoken over everybody. Those Israelites in the camp of Moses, they can say, God has given me a land flowing with milk and honey, land flowing with milk and honey, but they'll never enter it. You know why? In the spirit dimension, the Holy Spirit has not hovered and the Holy Spirit has not brought it to pass. Okay? In the spiritual realm, it has not happened. Yet they're sitting and imagining in the spiritual it has happened. And in the natural they're trying to achieve. And every time they go, they face a giant. They face a roadblock. They face a failure. Something happens and they come back and they say, God, were you really with me? Now, do you connect these dots A pattern in our own life? There are certain things God has spoken over our life. And we go to do it and it doesn't happen. But there's an in-between layer. The layer is... How much have you meditated and allowed that to hover upon you until the instructions carry you until God begins to come down to your life where he says, now it is completed in the spirit. Then when you step out, then when you try to do the same thing, now it is a success. Allow things to first be performed in the spiritual. Don't fight your battles in the natural. Don't run after your promises in the natural until you have accomplished it in the spirit because when you accomplish it in the spirit by instruction by hovering by allowing god to become the instruction part of your DNA when that is accomplished in the natural god is requiring just one thing wheresoever the soul of your feet shall tread upon that land belongs to you he's basically saying in the spiritual i signed the deed for you already so with this kind of way of god's dealing How much more can we achieve if we actually go by this route? (laughs) And in the spirit, if he begins to be like that with you, then wherever you go, his invisible power and invisible presence begins to push down the enemy. That is why I said, your life is the sum total of words which you have heard. And is also your spirit man, leads you in the sum total of meditations that you've carried. Wow. Lord, I release the fire of God to break those cords right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Cords of past, cords of whatever sin, whatever unholy thing it was, whatever disappointment, discouragement, whatever that is, let it be burned right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Rekha Sibramanaka Zele mene 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 Zambro Moriante Come on, it needs to happen today. You didn't come here for two hours of your time to just listen and go. It needs to happen now. It needs to happen now. I'm seeing a big boulder in the spirit. We need to break it. And God is giving us that unction to break it tonight. But I want you with me. This boulder is not mine. It is all of yours that is standing before it. And tonight we are going to break it in the name of Jesus. Ra ta 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 ba 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 ha, Zamra ba 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 Yes, your marriage shall be blessed. You will be blessed. Your children will be blessed. Your business will be blessed. Yes, your will be healed. You will not stay broke. You will not stay sick because Jesus is the Lord over our lives. Ra ta 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 He who canceled the handwriting of judgment on the cross. Tonight, he cancels those judgments in your spirit, your judgments over your own life. God is tearing it apart as you tear it apart with him. Fresh new beginnings are coming to you. Oh, he who has ears in the spirit, let him hear what the spirit is saying. Fresh new beginnings are coming to you. <sighs> My goodness. God is releasing a very personal healing to somebody. Something you cannot discuss with others. He's touching you. Take that healing. A very personal healing. You cannot, you cannot even talk to people about it. You don't want to. The Lord is saying, I'm touching you. My goodness, the hand of the Lord is flowing in this room. You might not see physical manifestations, but it is your choice to let him flow through you. I sense the electricity of heaven in this room. Let the Holy Spirit land on you, my brother, land on you, my sister, because you are saying I'm the candidate of God's meditation. The hand of the Lord is coming to somebody's rescue. The hand of the Lord is coming to pick somebody. Re bro to tobo zebra rata braka zikariate.